Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, everybody, welcome back to Bucketheads. My name is Connor Lamans. I'm here with my co-host Justin Goble for episode 89 of Bucketheads, your favorite college hoops podcast. Justin, this is our last episode that we are doing before the season starts next time that we sit down and record an episode to talk about basketball, Ohio state will have played 40 minutes of basketball against an actual team that will actually count for their record. Like we are, we made it. That's all fine and good, Connor. Uh, tonight I'm, we're recording this on Wednesday, November 1st. Tonight I'm more focused on something more important and that's the battle of the wagon wheel um, on ESPN two at seven o'clock. Kent state will take on Akron. Both teams are one and seven. Uh, this is the peak of Maction football, and I'm very excited for it. I'm also excited for Ohio State Oakland, um, but I'm in wagon wheel mode today, tonight. He said, you've been waiting for college basketball for seven months. He's like, but personally, I have been waiting for Akron versus Kent State football for seven months. Because Kent State, it's been sad after Sean Lewis left and Deion Sanders gutted the Kent State football program. Uh, we're one and seven. Our one win is against an FCS opponent, Central Connecticut State. Um, but it'd be nice to beat Akron because they stink too. They're That's also cool. one and seven. Are they the Are they the Devils? Is Central Connecticut State the Devils? Please tell me I'm right. Do you mean mascot or as like? People? Yes, like yes. Oh, uh, I don't know. That sounds like a very. That's a little. I mean, that, there's a lot going on there. If it is. Hold on, I think I. I, know if, I don't know if you had beef with them or something. They are the Blue Devils. I was damn close. They are the Central Connecticut State Blue Devils. That makes a little more sense. But yeah, 
Um, we, beat, we beat the if breaks there, off of them. Uh, that was it, though. If there was a Jeopardy category that was college mascots, I would run that shit respectfully. Um, also, Justin, not to get too deep into the into the the MAC, which you would love if we would just talk about the MAC. But uh, also, MAC preseason basketball poll came out, and one and two in the MAC is Akron, followed by Kent State. So that's going to be an yeah, really, just really really surprised about that. Actually, Kent lost losing Sincere Harris and uh, Malik Jacobs to all MAC players. Sincere is like a NBA is like a professional level player, but uh, they they reloaded pretty well. We took Central Michigan's best player. Who Ohio State plays. You did. Connor, I'm also oh yeah, uh we played Central Connecticut State, yeah. Um 38 to 10. Anyway, um, so you know, yeah, it'll be fun to watch uh some Mac basketball. Kent State opens up with Malone. Uh Kent State's December is very weird. The, I, this is the last I'll talk about it, at least for this episode. I'll probably mention it every single episode from now on. If you listen to this, you know I like to. Uh Kent State, they start out with Malone. They got a pretty easy uh November. They're December. They only play four games, Connor. South Dakota State, Cleveland State, Oregon, St. Mary's. They will lose all four of those games. Um, so that's tough. But other than that, you know, it, I mean, it doesn't really matter. You have to win the MAC tournament to make the tournament. So the regular season in MAC, it can it can be a little bit hard to really you focus said in on South South Dakota State. Yes, like the Fighting Mike it, Dogs. Is is South Dakota State supposed to be really good this year? Because like Kent State. Should be good. Yeah, I mean they're the summit league team. They're one of those teams where I don't know if they got another Mike Dom in the in the in the portal. I don't know. They're normally pretty decent. They, they, might, can, they, they can maybe win. They win that game. They, they will get wrecked win. by. They'll get wrecked by St. Mary's and Oregon though. No, um, anyway, they'll, they'll lose to South Dakota State and they'll beat Oregon. Honestly, so. Uh, but the MAC is a banger. Last year, um, I was. I would bet on pretty much every Mac basketball game, like just for fun. And I would, I would parlay all of the Mac games together. Just, just to see Yeah. Just to see what happened. I never won it. Lost tons of money betting on the Mac, but it was a good time. Um, Anyway, what we're going to do today, bet on Mac games. Try to like, try to, try to like stay, I guess, focus what we're going to say, because it sounds complicated, but it's not. Um, It's kind of like we're drafting teams, but it's also kind of like a survivor pool. Um, Basically what Justin and I are going to do, is we both have Ohio State's full schedule sitting in front of us. Um, and essentially what we are going to do, yeah, yeah that'll be smart. Um, we are going to take turns picking games from Ohio State's schedule that we think Ohio State is going to win. Um, and so it's kind of like a survivor pool where you're picking the games that you think are going to win, but it's not going to be like one of us gets knocked out. Um, basically, if you pick a ranked team, which right now we'll say preseason if it's ranked, but like once we get to the game that when we arrive at the game, if they're no longer ranked, it wouldn't be worth what we're going to say it is, but a ranked team is going to be worth three points. An unranked big 10 team is going to be worth two points. And an unranked non-conference game is going to be worth one point. So if this is confusing. I'll try, I'll, I'll explain what it'll look like and then it'll make sense. So basically, Justin is going to go first, and Justin is going to pick any game on the schedule that he thinks Ohio State is going to win. Like anything from, we're not going to count Oakland because it's an odd number, so we're gonna we we booted Oakland out. But anything from like New Orleans all the way to like Purdue, and if he picks Purdue and Ohio State beats Purdue, assuming Purdue is still ranked when Ohio State plays them, Justin gets three points. If he picks. Central Michigan, 
and Ohio State beats Central Michigan, Justin gets one point. And we will add the points up as we go throughout the season to see by the end who has the most points. So you kind of have to like balance. Do I want to pick a team that I know Ohio State's going to beat for one point to add to my list? Or do I want to like pick a game against a better team that maybe they have at home for like two or three points? So that's what we're going to do. Um, it's a little confusing, but also once you kind of know what we're doing, it's not confusing at all. And also, just to clear the air, we do not think Ohio State is going to win. I do not think Ohio State is going to win all 31 games. I guess I can't speak for Justin, but like we're going to have to. Baby. I'm going for the undefeated. We're, we're gonna, I'm not going to lie to you. I obviously always bet responsibly, um, but I'd be lying if I said I didn't sit uh, today and look up just the odds of Ohio State winning the national championship just for fun. You got money to throw away? You have money to throw away. I yeah, yeah, I got money to throw away. Check my bank account um, and of Diet Coke today. Um but uh but yeah, so like we're gonna we're gonna go through the list. We do not think Ohio's going to win every single game, but that's kind of the point is like my my assumption, we'll see how it goes. Um my assumption is the the games on the schedule that we'll have left at the very end are going to be the games that neither of us think Ohio State is going to win, or we have very low confidence in that. And that's kind of the point. Um, eventually one of us will like one of us will have to take do they play at Michigan State this year? Yeah, like eventually one of us will have to pick at Michigan Pretty State, even though I don't be that'll be the last that'll be your pick last. Right, right. So we don't think they're gonna win that, but somebody's gonna have to take it. So um that should be worth four. I feel like the point, Justin, the point system that I have is so clean right now. I can't sorry. You know I was gonna go wrench this. Also, by the way, the Ohio State odds were plus seventy five hundred. Which I feel like are kind of like not bad, but nevertheless, I mean it's not not so. So Justin's gonna go first again. If it's a ranked team, which I got the AP poll up, so if you want to know if they're ranked, I can clarify. Um, yeah, I was, I, that's actually a clarification I was gonna ask. Ranked now or at the time of the game? I would say at the time of the game. So like right now, I'm gonna make the choice. Like assuming that team is still going to be ranked, but like if Illinois is ranked, I think Illinois is like 24th or 25th right now. If we get to the Illinois game and they are no longer ranked, then like it wouldn't be three points for a ranked team. It would be two points for an unranked Big Ten team. And we're not factoring in home or away into this, just if they're ranked or not, or if they're in the Big Ten or not. You just kind of have to guess if you think that team's going to be ranked when they play. Right. I'm kind of, yeah, like I'm kind of going off of what I think of the team in general. Like I, like we've already talked about, I don't love Illinois. I'm not sure if Illinois will be ranked when Ohio State plays them. So I would treat them as such. Um, Holy shit. So. Um, so, sorry. No, we have some breaking news into our podcast, unfortunately. Uh, rest in peace, Bob Knight. Wow. I mean, he's wow, not really? our podcast. I was just on Twitter. But yeah, Bob Knight has passed away at age 83. Uh, rest in peace to one of the greatest coaches to ever do it. That's crazy. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, you heard it here first. Not really, because this will come out in like 24 hours. Um, no, I've read this. this will already very well known that, yes. <clears throat> All right, Justin, you can uh, you can go first. We both got like a list. I've got a list here with Ohio, with Ohio State schedule. I'm just going to start crossing them out as we go. Um, so go ahead and take take your first swing. Which game do you think Ohio State's going to win? Bolded means the home game in this little document you sent me. Bold, if I bolded it, it's an away game. Away, okay. A and M's at home. Oh, it is at home. You're right. My bad. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, um, yeah. By the way, we're, we're not including Oakland. I think I said that. We cut Oakland yeah. out to make it an even 30. Yeah, yeah, you said that. All right, I'll start easy. I'll take Penn State the first time they play them. They okay, play she's State going. Once. Okay. No, they play Penn State twice, but I want the you said wait wait home doesn't matter though. No, not for the scoring. So you could take you could take home or away. I'll take the away one. Okay. Well, that's stupid then. I'll just take the home one. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, I gotta think this through. I feel like home and away should matter. Okay, I'll take the home one then because there's no point taking the away one. How do you do a a, a strike through in uh, Google Drive? Like do a cross or something? I have, no, I have no idea. All right, yeah, I'll take Penn State home. Okay. I'll just make the ones that we have uh, already taken uh, uh, purple. There you go. Um, Penn's. So Justin's got Penn State home. Okay. Um, I will go ahead because I was already talking it up. Um, I will take Illinois at home. Okay. I will take I will take then the Minnesota game. I believe they only play them once. No, they play them twice. I'll take the Minnesota they home do play. game. <laughs> Alright, so Minnesota, yeah, Minnesota home game should be uh the more look should at, the more look should at be this, a gimme. The more I look at the schedule, the more I like it for Iowa State. Two games against Penn State and two games against Minnesota. Come on, that's four and yeah, they will. And Nebraska, and, and Nebraska twice. That's nice. That's just the um, easy six wins. They can't lose any of those. I know they did last year, but um, gotta win all six. Do I go crazy? Um, I'll do. Um, I will take the neutral site, the CBS Sports Classic against uh, UCLA. That's what I'll take. Okay. I keep putting away. I'm writing this down with you, and I keep putting away my pen after every pick, like a dumbass. Okay, I will take then Nebraska at home. <laughs> I'm just going down the list. He's like, give me all of the teams that I think are going to be at bottom dwellers. Oh, that's yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're gonna notice a, a pattern here pretty soon. He's like, let me scrape up these two points over and over. Um, I'm going to have so many two-point games, it's insane. Um, let's see here. What other home games do I like that I think Ohio State can win against like halfway decent teams? Um, I'm not going to take the home Rutgers game, at least not yet, because I think that for some reason I feel like for the plot there could be vengeance there. We'll see. Um, I will do uh, the senior day game against Michigan, home game against Michigan at the very end of the season there. Now, I will do then to keep the uh, trend consistent. My apologies, Connor. You said the bolded is away. Yeah, the bolded, the ones that I made bold are road games. Okay, I will then take. I'll do it. I'll take Rutgers at home. <laughs> I think it'll be. I just did the Rutgers team preview. I think Rutgers will have a good team this year, but not a great team. A lot going to depend on Gavin Griffiths and what he brings to this to team this year. They do have two pretty good transfers, though, so we'll see. 
Mm, um, okay, let's see here. Um, did Ohio State play? Did they play? Um, let me think about this one. They didn't play at Minnesota last year. They only had Minnesota at home, didn't they? And they lost. They only, they played Minnesota home, and they yes, it was pretty much where we realized this okay could be then and pretty quick. Okay, I'm not going to take that one because um, I'm going for the plot here. I'm going to take at Nebraska in the vault. At Pinnacle Bank? Yeah, yep. That's what I'm going to put because I know they, they lost their – Arena. They, lo- they lost their last year. Yeah. So I feel like that would be like a, like a cleansing of the spirit. Like that was one of their backbreaker games last year. Like, God damn, they couldn't even beat Nebraska. So I feel like that would be like cleansing your spirit to go to Nebraska – and hopefully beat the hell out of Nebraska and just be like, yeah, this this is a this is a different team. This is new. Yeah, you're gonna start to sense a a pattern here with my next pick. I'm gonna take uh, Penn State on the road. I'm hopefully gonna be at that game. Um, oh, you're going to the Bryce Daniel, Bryce Jordan, Bryce who? Yeah, the Bryce Jordan Center. Um, I'm t- yeah, I'm tentatively planning to make a trip to uh, State College to to go to go to that game. Who is Bryce? Um, he sounds like he should play quarterback for Georgia. I think I'm, um, I think let, I'm thinking of Chase Daniel. <laughs> I think that's what's um, let's see here. Um, da, 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 da. Okay. Do we have any more like easy Big Ten games that we got? We have a lot of road Big Ten games. If we do, um, we'll be picking them. <laughs> we'll go. Um, Ohio State will beat. Okay, this is gonna be it. This is my this is this is stepping out a little bit. I'll do Maryland at home. I think I think Maryland will be ranked when Ohio State plays them I agree. at home. And I think that Ohio State, for some reason, even when Ohio State's playing poorly, they usually beat Maryland at home. I don't have the stats to back that up, but that's just what it feels like. At Minnesota. The win of the See, that's a good one. Yeah, I almost took that. Yeah, but the barn scares me, dude. I really, really love the barn as like an atmosphere. I think the barn can scare some teams. I don't think it'll get us, but I think Minnesota's going to win two or three games at the barn this year, and it's not going to be because of Minnesota. It's going to be because of the barn. I th- I love the barn. I think that's one of the best, like aesthetically with the with the seats lowered and everything. I think it's aesthetically so pleasing. Oh, that's a that's another one that I would love to visit. But we do not have a flight in our budget, and I am not driving to Minneapolis, so I may oh, never. Phenomenal airport, though. If you ever do visit the Minneapolis airport, <laughs> when I used to live I mean, in Omaha, I, I may never make a it. Straight shot from Omaha to Pittsburgh, so I had to I had to take layovers, and Minneapolis was a popular one. Phenomenal airport, brand new, huge, great chilies to go. Um, if, if I'm gonna take a, I'm gonna take a crappy game. I'll take uh, Western Michigan. I'll put Western Michigan on mine. If they lose to Western Michigan, Bucketheads will retire. I don't mean that. I'm not Mad Dog Russo, but do you see that about Mad Dog? Yeah, because he's a he's a fucking he's a fucking fraud. Yeah, he said if the Diamondbacks make the World Series, he's gonna retire, and now he's covering the series from Chase Field. Fraudulent behavior. Fraud. He's a, yeah, he's a fraud. All right, you pick right, Western Michigan. Got, I got Western Michigan. Yep. All right, I'll just be funny and take Central Michigan. They'll win that game. 
at Central Michigan. Reggie Paul. Bass is the player that Central Michigan had that Ohio that Kent State took. The highest State was, was he the was he the Mac freshman Mac freshman of the year? Yep. Just to um, show there's it, levels to the Mac, he won freshman of the year and transferred like anyone would inside the Mac. <laughs> but there's levels to this. Yeah, I wrote an article. The uh, funny part is the last year Kent State only lost like four Mac games. They lost to Central. <laughs> it was a horrible upset. Worst game they played all year. Wonder how many points Reggie Bass had in that game. Um, I look it up. I did an article about a month ago actually where I like I tried to like rank these non-conference games and we have we have Central Michigan, Western Michigan, and Miami Ohio. So there was I was doing a lot of like Mac roster searching. I was looking through a lot of stats on Mac teams because Dude, like Mac is so there's not a lot of there's not a lot of like big stories that like will say like um Reggie Bass is transferred like that's not going to get the headlines. So I kind of had to look at like Central Michigan stats from last year and then look at Central Michigan's roster now and be like, oh God, okay, this guy that averaged 15 points a game is gone. I had to like search him on Twitter to find out where he went. So I did like a lot of deep dives into like all of the Mac rosters. And um the Mac is the lower Mac teams are literally just have just become a feeder system for everybody else. Like yeah. if you are good at basketball and you are not playing for like Akron, Kent State, or Toledo, then you put in like your one or two years for any of the other Mac schools. And if you're good, you transfer somewhere else. Like those three schools at the top can retain talent. The rest are literally just a feeder system. I don't know what I'm thinking. Central played Kent once last year and Kent won. Reggie Bash did have 16. Maybe it was two years ago. Wow, time is flying, Connor. All right. Is it my pick? No, it's your pick. I took Central. No, it's my pick. Um, I'm going to do, I'll do, I'll, we'll finish the Mac. I'll do Miami of Ohio. Um, which actually, Mac, they have three Mac games this year. I know. It's, yeah. It's kind of fun. Um, it's fun because they play three, not good Mac teams. The Mac games against Miami, the Toledo's or the Akron's, they scare me. Obviously. Miami of Ohio is when I was looking through what these Mac teams have, Miami of Ohio is like very clearly like a cut above Central and Western Michigan, though, just so people know if you're not up to speed on your your uh, Red Hawk basketball, like they will not win the Mac. They will probably not even finish in the top four of the Mac, but they are like very much a different tier than like the directional Michigan schools in the Mac. Yeah, Miami, Ohio, they've had like over the years, like Nike Sabandi played there. He plays at Pittsburgh. Um, I think he's still at Pittsburgh. He was there when I was in college. Connor, I'm 27. Um, but yeah, they've always had a decent little program there. Did Taylor Persons go there? Was he Ball State? He might be Ball State. He's a he's a he's a baller. The thing about Mac, you just get a lot of hoopers. A lot of them are undersized. Some of them are like JUCO transfers, but they're all just hoopers. It's so much fun to watch. We cleared the Mac out, so Justin doesn't have to talk about it anymore. That's why I, I took my new Ohio. I'm taking Kent State. No, uh, I'll take Merrimack. Let's just get these off the board. All right, he's at Merrimack, and again. Any unranked team, Big Ten or I'm sorry, not not uh, Big Ten. Unranked Big Ten is two points. Any unranked non-con, so like these shitty teams that I guess Ohio State could lose. So I should watch my mouth, but these like shittier teams, these would all just be one point. Yeah, we haven't, um, we haven't been clipped yet, so let's. <laughs> okay, I'll take. Okay, then I'll take New Orleans. Then like New Orleans might be the worst team on their schedule, actually. Yeah, it's either Mary Mac or New Orleans, so. I can't say I'm too familiar with either of the teams. 
I'll give you the Mac Mary knowledge. Mac? I can't give you the Mary Mac knowledge. I can the say ones that were supposed to win their conference last year and got Fairleigh Dickinson into the tournament, correct? Bingo, yes. And they had uh, they won the conference. Um, they they're on – ban or whatever it was. Well, they're not banned. They're on probation because they moved from D2 to D1. Right. Um, the James fun fact, though, football rule right now. The um, I think they're in the NEC, the Northeast Conference. The um, defensive player of the year in that conference, his name is Jordan Miner. He played at Merrimack. I think he's a fifth-year senior. He averaged double digits and is an elite defensive player. Um, he's a guy that I would have I would have liked to see Ohio State get in the transfer portal, but he ended up at Virginia, which seemed just like that's a jump and so, a half. Merrimack to Virginia. It, but if he's it just seems guy. so right. It just seems so Virginia. Like yeah. he's like a six foot nine, two hundred and forty pound like power forward who averaged like maybe eleven points a game, but was like the defensive player of the year in the NEC. So he ended up at Virginia. But uh, yeah, Merrimack was awesome last year. They lost basically their entire roster to the transfer portal, though. So they're probably not going to be awesome, awesome this year. As one does. Okay, and I will take. Um... Oh God. It's starting, it's starting to get a little tough. Uh, home against Iowa? Don't play them. Um, away against you Iowa. Have a, you have away against Iowa? Yeah, I'll do that. I still think there should be a home away after this at Iowa. I think Iowa's going to be good, but not great. Again, in the Rutgers tier. Okay, yeah. So basically, um, you know, we're not doing this with video. So basically, all we have left at this point, we have the toughest road games in the Big Ten a couple kind of tough home games in the Big Ten and Ohio State's two difficult early season non-conference games. Um, so it's like I'm tempted to take Texas A&M, but honestly, I'm not confident that they're going to beat Texas A&M. So I'm going to do home yeah, I'm, against... I'm, actually, I'm avoiding Texas A&M on purpose too. I'm going to do home against Indiana is what I'm going to take. We'll do home against Indiana. Home against Indiana. Good call. I mean, they almost lost their exhibition to the University of Indianapolis. So, go Greyhounds. Um, you're up. And uh, for the people curious, no, we're not going to be talking about this Eagle scrimmage because we didn't watch any of it. And unlike Twitter, we don't like to give opinions on stuff we didn't see. So, all right. I mean, unless you disagree with that, but that's kind of my feeling on it. Um, also, yeah, the secret the secret scrimmages are so dumb, dude. Michigan beat Marquette. I'm not taking any stock in that. You know, there's there's too much there's too much that I don't know. Um, I saw Trilly Donovan, um, the masked burner account of we don't know. Um, the everybody if, if you're listening, he's to a coach. He's a he's a coach, right? I was just gonna say everybody seems to think he's an assistant coach somewhere because he has, he has so much be. knowledge. But I think, Trilly, a, I think it's a couple people. That's my opinion. Really tweeted out that Ohio State only had seven available players for their secret scrimmage. They had 11 guys at the Dayton scrimmage, and there's still been no info about, well, why did they only have seven players? Well, what are the seven players? What I, what I took without, from that, without knowing that, without knowing that, like, I don't know, I got nothing. What I took from that was the 11 they had at Dayton uh, included, obviously, Battle and Devin Royal, who did not play in the mm-hmm. secret scrimmage. And then I'm assuming right. Etzler and Hardman weren't available because the Holtman said they're going to pretty much play a nine man rotation. So you're kind of assuming Etzler and Hardman are not in that. So that, that, that was my takeaway. Could be wrong. But then also, but also he played, he played against Clemson though. Oh yeah. I'm an idiot. I forgot Austin Parks was hurt. See, this is why we don't talk about it. We don't know what's going on. 
That's what I'm saying. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why they only had seven players or who the seven players were. We're already too. So deep, I'm not. So, so I'm not going to look at them losing to a mediocre Clemson team in October and be like, "Oh, this team sucks." Like and I don't Clemson, care. Clemson's not bad. PJ Hall is a solid ass player. Clemson's a tournament team, so let's not. And they also. they they added um, they also added uh, da, 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 da. they added. Never mind. There's a did they have a guy named like Hunter Tyson or did he transfer out too? Hunter Tyson graduated, I believe. I don't remember. We're getting off. We're getting off topic. Clemson's gonna, fine. Gonna, They're I'm not fantastic. Quick, I'm going to quickly pop fine. to the handy dandy almanac, and I'll let you know. Uh, they brought in that's, Joseph. That's, well, they did bring in Joe Gerard too. Good score. Oh, um, that's yeah. That's the but, white guard that I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah. You're, yeah. Hunter Tyson is a white guard, but he's gone. Uh, who I didn't even realize he almost averaged ten rebounds a game last year. That's actually really impressive. Uh, but yeah, but I mean they have PJ Hall. They have. You know, Joe Girard, Chase Hunter is a great player for them. So they're a tournament team. I think they're predicted to finish fifth in the ACC maybe. So anyway, again, as I said, we're not going to talk about it. We probably fine. spent five minutes talking about it. But, yeah, they're fine. Uh, they you know they lost by 20. Jameson Battle and David Royal are going to account for probably 20 points. So there you go. Um, all right. I will take – oh, this is getting tough. Mm-hmm. Northwestern on the road. Mm-hmm. I love the yeah, I, I, I like the fighting boo booies, but uh, last year if they beat Northwestern on the road by thirty, they should be able to do it again this year. I don't. Okay, you're gonna take Northwestern. I'm gonna do. I'll take Wisconsin at home. Isn't it kind of crazy to believe after what happened last year, they still beat Northwestern on the road by thirty, or at one point we're up by thirty. Also, wasn't yeah. They, Who'd you take? That was. I took Wisconsin at home, and I believe that Northwestern's game was like their first game in the Big Ten after the like pause where you go back to playing non-con. I think it was like yeah. New Year's Day or New Year's Eve, maybe. It was the day. Um, after yeah, the that Georgia, was the day after the Georgia game. Yeah, that was an absolute ass kicking. I remember that. It was, the, um, it was the game before the Purdue game. It was like everybody was like super high on Ohio State because they just beat the breaks off a good Northwestern team in Evanston, and then Purdue game happened, and then. I think the season ended after that. I don't remember. I think maybe COVID hit or something. We can't start the season. I don't remember. Are you I, mean, took, uh, I was, just I Wisconsin. snagged Wisconsin, Wisconsin. No, Wisconsin at home. <laughs> I'll never get this right. Okay, give me then. I'll do it because it feels like they play well there. I have no evidence to back this up, but I'll take Wisconsin on the road at the Kohl Center. They're gonna, split, has, they're, gonna, they're gonna split those games. I'm pretty confident. I just don't know which one will be which. Justin has taken of his last seven, he's taken four away games and his last seven picks. And I have taken a total of one away game. <laughs> I've also taken um, Minnesota, Iowa, Northwestern. So. <laughs> Uh, so basically, all we just to run through. I'm gonna. Well, I'll make this pick, and then I'll say, then I'll tell people what we have left because it's getting like these final games are all really hard. Um, tell me what we have left. I will go ahead and I will take on the road at Michigan. Yeah, I think that's a good one. I think they'll probably. I think they. I think they'll sweep Michigan, but I'm not positive. So we have one, two, three, one, two, three, four. We should. Oh, we have six games remaining that we could. That one of us could take, and it is. From the start of the schedule to the end, it's Texas A&M is still available. That is a home game. Alabama is still available. That is neutral site. Um, Indiana on the road at Assembly Hall is still available. 
Um, Purdue at home is still available. At Michigan State in in uh, Breslin is still available. And on the road at Rutgers in the rack for their senior day is still available. So kind of how we said at the beginning, like the games that neither of us think that they're going to win, those are the ones that are left. Those would be the we six still have- games of the year I would, I would probably pull out. I'll take we- – uh, I need a ranked game, so I'll take A&M. I, I know go. they're going to be ranked when they play them. So This one's got – Texas, A&M, at home. Um, yeah, this sucks. Um, I will go and do – I will do at Rutgers, at the rack for their senior day. I'll go at Indiana. I, Assembly Hall is tough to play at, but I'm, I'm really not in on this Indiana team that much right now. So, I think – I, I wasn't I, – uh, I wasn't in Indiana last year either, but now that I've Yeah, but there's no I don't think there's a Trace Jackson Davis or Jalen Hushapino on this team. I really don't. That place was just dude, that place was nuts. I thought that Assembly Hall place was in my falling, opinion falling down upon upon Ohio State. Literally, I in my opinion, I was more impressed with Assembly Hall than I was with Cameron Indoor. As, as far I think as that's a, I think that's a pretty common opinion. I think if you were to really? line up, oh wow, I've seen it. I think I think there's there, I've seen people that have like been to like every home. I think the consensus best one is Kansas, with the way it's set up. It's just like Allen Fieldhouse is insane. But I think there's people that put Assembly Hall two on that list. Like it's it's nuts. It's just so like um, it, it's when you talk about aesthetically pleasing. There's not much more than Assembly Hall. You've got the candy striped pants. Like it's just, it's just basketball. Like when you see Assembly Hall, you think basketball. You think Bobby Knight, rest in peace. Like you just think basketball, you know? Man, I love basketball. Um my pick? No, you're yeah. Right. <clears throat> no, I so my pick, um, I'm gonna do the Alabama game. I don't know why I just put home. That is a neutral site game against Alabama. Um, and I feel like I've Forgot one. I did forget one. So maybe that we, we can put Oakland back in. Did I miscount? One, two. Well, isn't there – they play a game after Alabama that we don't know who it would be, correct? Yes. I think I miscounted. So we actually – this is stupid, but we can go ahead and include Oakland because – I'm taking Oakland. They play, they pick either, they play either Oregon or Santa Clara. They play either Oregon or Santa Clara. So we'll go ahead and put Oregon slash Santa Clara in there as an option and also Oakland as an option. I'm Whoopsies. Okay. You can, have, you can have Oregon slash Santa Clara, I'm sure. <laughs> um, okay, well done. Nice. Got, I got Oakland last. That's a good call. So we have two. Uh, left. I, I forgot about, yeah, I forgot about the. I'm assuming you little, Oregon. Like, Oregon will be yeah, Santa Clara, the, so Ohio State, Oregon, and you, you take Oregon. Yeah. So the last two games that we have here, um, if you yeah, have Michigan State this, and Purdue. Yes. Home against Purdue. Um, home against Purdue. What day of the week is that? Like, I'm literally gonna look and see. We'll, we'll give all the details. It is home against Purdue on a Sunday. I was about to say if it's one, Sunday, one if o'clock. It's Sunday at one, they're gonna win. I got that one, Purdue. If it's Sunday at one, they're gonna win. Yeah, they, they might. They yeah. will. Yep, that's a Sunday at one. I've seen Maryland do that too many times over the last couple of years. They've never actually pulled it off, but they've taken it to the brink. Sunday at one o'clock on CBS with old Uncle Vern on the call. Yeah, they probably will. Well, yeah, it's they also not Bill Lundquist. It's Bill Raftery. I get the two confused. But nevertheless, so you can have at Michigan State. They're not winning that game. 
Uh, <laughs> no, we're like, um, they go thirty and one. That's the one. It's just it's, if um if if you are still listening and stuck through stuck through that, first of all, God bless you. Second, I hope that was entertaining because picking those, I thought. I thought picking those was really fun. That's totally different. It's, it's a little season preview kind of. We're pick, we're basically picking the games. So, so um, I will maybe we'll do like some kind of graphic. Get it on Twitter every week, updated as the games go through. Um, but yeah, three points if it's a ranked team. Doesn't matter if it's a Big Ten or not. Two points if it's a Big Ten team that wasn't ranked, and then one point for the crappy non-con games. Um, we both have 16 games, it looks like. We both have 16 games. I got stuck with Michigan State away, which is a guaranteed loss. Um, I don't know if I see – honestly, like, that might be the only guaranteed loss on their entire schedule. Like, that I'm like, there's, just, there's like, negative 10% chance they win that game. Yeah, to be honest, I really don't have a good feeling about AM which is probably not great because it's like the first real game of the season, but just with what the new piece of Ohio State will be, like AM's bringing back basically their entire starting lineup. So they're not really trying to mish, 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 oh my God, I just had a stroke. Mix and match any new pieces. They're just going to have Wade Taylor, Tyrese Radford, uh, Julius Marble, you know, is I believe Henry Coleman is still there. So they got they got a squad. That's going to be a, a, a that might have to be a Felix Akpar defensive masterclass down low to help take some of the pressure off uh, the guards because I mean Wade Taylor against Bruce Thornton that's going to be that's appointment television right there. So they were um, one of the things that Texas A and M was Texas A and M was a team that as as I don't know how much you watched them last season but they were a, a lot, team actually. that kind of like I like Buzz a lot. They they steadily rose as the season went on. Correct me if I'm wrong. Weren't they? They took a while to get ranked, right? Even though they were winning, yes. they were winning, but they were kind of flying under the radar. And I just remember watching, and they are a very, very, very physical team. Like they are a very physical team. Like you're gonna have bruises. You're gonna have guys walking out of the arena after that game with like their ankles taped up with ice packs like wrapped around them. It is going to be. They are a, a brutally physical team, um, so that might have to be like. Ohio State has some physicality, so. I think that it's a different it level of physicality. It, I, it's not the same. Um, this is a new team, though, so it's a new team. They could come out a little bit grittier, but Texas A&M was one of the, one of the most like just punch them in the mouth teams that I saw last year. And I think you might be onto something with Felix Akpar. Like it might have to be like a classic muck it up, try to win this game like 58, 54 kind of thing. Um, Cause it's, it's going to be, it is going to be a hella physical game. And that is a big, big ask for literally your second game of the year when your warm up is Oakland. This would be a game where I don't expect Akpar and Key to play with each other just because they're going to need some spacing with Jameson Battle. I think they can take advantage a little bit of Texas A&M and a little bit of lack of length. They're not the lengthiest team in the world, so I think they might be able to take advantage of that. But, um, yeah, I'm pretty in on this Texas A&M team. I think they're going to be really good. They're ranked 15th. That's probably about where I'd put them. Uh, we don't have to go into a full preview because we'll have an episode, a podcast episode out before this game. Um, we won't have one out before the Oakland game. So if you have any Oakland thoughts, now's the time, Connor. I don't. So <laughs> I don't. You need uh, to win. Greg <laughs> Greg Campy. Um, let me see if I'm trying to remember where I put them in my non-conference like ranks. 
um, Ohio State non-conference. Yeah, um, Greg Campy. I'll check that off. Yeah. Uh, September 1st, um, I put that out. So it's been up two months, actually. Wow. Um, Greg Campy is the coach at, at Oakland. He is, I don't think he is the NCAA leader in wins all time, but I believe when you add Division One and Division Two, I think he's like top five of all basketball coaches ever. Um, regardless of collegiate level, he's been at Oakland. I think he he got the head coaching job when he was like 29 or it's something his, like that. His, something ridiculous. His, yeah, it's his 40th season. Yeah, and he has <laughs> been there literally for 40 years. Um, one of the kind of unspoken, fun, classic coaches to root for. Really funny guy. Um, They've had some very in the past. You know, I mean, they had what's his head two years ago, Mr. Shooter. What was his name? Oh shit. Honestly, don't remember. It was that I'm staring at him. Just Google Oakland basketball, really good guy. Yeah. Um, I will. Um, where did I put Oakland? I put Oakland of their non-conference. I I put Oakland six out of ten. So I put them behind Miami, just in front of Norland, Central Michigan, Merrimack, and Western Michigan. Um, I'm really looking forward to talking to. Um, Greg Campy after the game, getting a question or two in because I'm sure it's going to be a really fun, hilarious interview. Um, Oakland did bring back one guy who's a 6'6, 230 pound power forward that averaged 17 and 8 last year. So that he's not a center, he's a power forward. So that's probably going to be Jamison Battles' man. So that'll be an immediate test of how much effort he's, you know, putting on the defensive end. They've also got, do you remember Rocket Watts from Michigan yeah. State several years Rocket ago? Watts, Rocket Watts was the name that stuck out to me. He's a senior there now, which feels like he's been in college for it. He went to Mississippi State in between this, right? In between Michigan State and Oakland? Yeah, yeah. Fletcher so, McGee. No, that's Wofford. I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. No, he played, yeah, Wofford. Um, same same colors. <clears throat> uh, but they did have Max Hooper, who was the kid who shot 214 shots and 214 threes. That was like 2017-ish. That's yeah. That's um, it'll be um, – I'm, I'm like not worth going into a deep dive over, but Rocket Watts, when he was at Michigan State, I thought that he was going to be a really good player. So he, I think he'll be solid. Um, they've got Trey Townsend, that forward I told you about. But the big thing is, listen, Greg campy has been doing this for four years. Um, he's had the schedule for months now. He has had months to plan for Ohio State. So – I don't expect Ohio state to come out and run Oakland off the floor in the first half, because I think that Greg Campy is too good of a coach to have this much time to prepare and then get his ass handed to him. Now they, Ohio state could and, and probably will win this game by like 20 to 25 points, but I wouldn't be shocked if the halftime score of like they're beating Oakland by like say 12 or something. I don't think it'll be embarrassed. I don't think it'll be embarrassing in the first half. No, I don't either. I think they'll be up by like, yeah, like 30. It'll be like 40 to 30 in the first half. They'll beat them like 80 to 64. Um, remember Kay Felder? He played for Yes, that's who that that might be who you're thinking of. That's or the maybe score. Not. It's, yeah, this is a score I was thinking of. And then I just with Wofford's like same, like they had the black and white colors. I got Fletcher McGee in my head. It's crazy. Like Kay Felder was there seven years ago. It's crazy. I feel like that was like yesterday. But anyway, um, yeah. So I mean yeah, they lost Jalen. Jay, I didn't mention Jalen Moore. They lost him. He averaged twenty a game last year. That was their best player, so he's gone. Um, so they got some things they need to figure out. They they're bringing they're bringing in seven guys from the transfer portal, all of which are community college guys. So, you know, we'll see. Just I mean, it's just again, there's a lot of games in the non-conference. Just win. This is just a win game. I don't care how you do it. I don't yeah. care how you look. Just win. 
and then get ready for AM and try to beat them. Same with Mary Mack and yeah. New Orleans. Just just beat them. I don't care how you do it. Just beat them. Yeah. So I just think, you know, for Oakland, they they will – I shouldn't say they will win. I believe they're going to win. I think Greg Campy's a good coach. I don't think that Greg Campy's going to get his ass whooped in the first half. So I think Ohio State will win. They'll pull away in the second half. Um, that would be fun talking about a specific game, though, isn't it, Connor? We're here. Yeah, I'm so I'm so tired of like previewing just the general. Do you expect a jump from Ron Gale? What do we expect from Bruce Thornton? Like I'm so done with it, man. <laughs> what do you expect from Bruce Thornton? No, I'm just kidding. Um, um yeah. St. John's update. St. John's update. St. John's lost the pace, Connor. We are a St. John's podcast. People do forget this. Um, St. John's this too much. <laughs> that's why. That's why people forget. But we're bringing it back. Um. There's going to be so much content for St. John's this year with uh, Slippery Rick there. They lost a D2 pace this weekend in a scrimmage. Um, now, again, we, we are, can't get too far into this because I just said we don't talk about things we didn't see. And if I didn't see the Ohio State scrimmage, I surely didn't see this one. But still. We are hypocrites. We are hypocrites. So the Clemson scrimmage means nothing. But St. John's losing to Division Two pace um, Take, means I everything. Have all, I have all the takeaways on, the, on this one. <laughs> And it is hilarious. It is hilarious that Rick Pitino, one of the like probably three or four greatest basketball coaches of all time, um, his team scored 58 points or something against a D2 school called uh, Pace this past weekend in a scrimmage. So um, I still think St. John's is going to be at worst a tournament bubble team. I do not think that the scrimmage means that they're terrible. I think that they will be at the very worst respectable and at the very best, one of the best teams in the big East, um, but more likely like a tournament bubble team, but it is funny. They lost to a D2 school. Yeah. The, uh, the first comment, they, they put the final score. It just says final from queen St. John's 59 pay 63 sit <laughs> back to work this week. And the first comment says hire uh, um, uh, Mike Anderson. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> I think right. I think that's funny. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, there is a lot. There's or... there's some there's some sniffles out there that uh St. John's is trying to flip UNC commit Ian Jackson in the 2024 class, one of the top players in the class. So we'll see if they do that. But uh, losing to Pace in exhibition probably doesn't help that. No. I would have to All right, you got that. anything else for get out of here? Uh score prediction for Oakland. I say 80 to 64. I'll I'm doing the official preview, but what what do you have? Let's do it. Are you allowed to give a score prediction if you're covering the game like you are? How does that work? Are you like Kirk Hurst? Yeah. You can't do that. No, I don't. It doesn't. I guess you're not calling the game. Um, it doesn't matter. I'll do. Um, let's call the game for Big Ten Plus. You think they have announcers on already? I'll. I'll let's let's go. Um, I'll go. I'll go seventy nine fifty two. You are not high on Oakland's offense. <laughs> no, I could see yeah. it being like a half. I could see a halftime score like a of. I could see a little clunkiness in the beginning. I could see it being like a halftime score of like let's say like. 38 to like 30 and then i feel like i have seen ohio state do this every year basically against bad teams is like maybe they're only up by eight at halftime in the very beginning of the season but then by the end they win the game by you know 29 or something i do think it's funny you just talked about how it's not gonna be a blowout like at the half which i agree with but then your final score prediction is almost a 30 point win so big second half for the buckeyes incoming yeah exactly that's what i'm thinking close-ish at half not a close final score um Perfect. if you found us on land grant holy land make sure to also subscribe on uh spotify apple music um i don't know if you're old itunes or uh whatever man whatever you use to get your 
your music and podcasts, go ahead and subscribe to Land Grant Podcast Network. We're putting out episodes at least one per week. We're going to put out one of our episodes per week for basically every home game. I'm going to, I'm going to record the, the press conference and we're going to throw the press conference on as a bonus episode the, the morning after the game. So uh, subscribe, make sure you get notifications when we put those out. Yeah. Make sure you're following us at Bucketheads LGPN on Twitter. Thinking about maybe doing spaces after games. I don't know. I would have to do it because Connor's at games. Sometimes I don't feel like doing that. So we'll see. But it's something I've been tossing around in my old noggin. Um, but yeah, you can also follow me at Justin underscore Golba. And Connor, where are you? Yeah. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Lamans underscore Connor, L E M O N S underscore Connor. If you listen through our entire draft of teams, we appreciate you. We had a lot of fun. I hope you had a lot of fun. Um, we'll if be, you stuck we'll with be us. putting out the, uh, a graphic of that too. So, if, you know, I don't even remember who all the picks were. So, um, we've got them written down. We're good. Um, if you listen to any episodes throughout the spring, summer, and fall when there was no basketball going on, we appreciate you. Um, but we are back. The next time we sit down and record something, we will have seen actual live basketball. Which is pretty yeah. fucking sick. Don't leave now. I mean, we're we're net, we're here now. You know what I'm saying? If you've been here all summer, now we're here. So you can't go anywhere now. We got some fun guests exactly. lined up. Um, I can say it because it's going to happen for sure. I just don't know when. We will be having John Fanta back on. Good friend of the pod. Uh, just the most, the most electric the most en- person you can talk the most to. Enthusiastic, the most enthusiastic man in all of basketball. Yeah. So we'll, we'll be having him back on. He's a very, very busy man. <laughs> But once he gets, once he, uh, once he's ready to go, we'll get him back on and talk some college hoops. So, all right, everybody, we appreciate it. You have a good rest of your weekend, weekend, and uh, as always, good luck.